Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Samuel at 64 and welcome to the Robocast. I'm joined alongside... Anderson I want to the Robos Guru. And Steve the American Killjoy. And we are here to discuss the 15th episode of BattleBots 2019. We finally start the bracket, the round of 16. All of it in one episode, which is pretty cool. Uh, we have two guests this week. Introduce yourself, guest number one. Uh, I am Mr. Psycho. I am here for this one. And guest number two. And I am, oh, I am Matt Vasquez <laughs> from Whiplash. Um, yeah. Matt, congratulations to making it into the uh, into the top 16. Um, Drew against Huge. How did you feel about that kind of draw? It's, it's not a particularly nice robot to fight, because like, how do you approach it? <laughs> I think that's funny. Like Before the meeting about who we fight in the top 16... We were talking to someone about like what we would do if we fought huge, and we were like, "Oh, we don't really know." We're like, "Well, we just hope it doesn't happen." <laughs> and then we get <laughs> then, the announcement, and we're is. like, "Well, we're fighting huge. I guess we better <laughs> figure this out." But uh, yeah, it's we had some confidence going in because most, uh, you know, vertical spinners or you know pusher bots or lifter bots don't really have much they can do with huge. For us, we're kind of unique because we could lift our weapon into them, and our arm reach is pretty high in the air, so we could you know hold the arm up and push them around which is something most robots don't have. So yeah. because of that, we knew we knew we could win, but we knew it would be very hard just because they're so different from anything else. Yeah, it's just such an awkward robot to fight. It's, you know, the, the robot is like halfway up the arena, you know. What, what can we do? <laughs> um, it's just such a difficult thing. Speaking of difficult robots to fight, I want to talk about Mike quickly. Uh, first of all, it was a pleasure to meet you a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was great to... Oh, yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> Finally... Oh, finally had to happen eventually um hit and run bringing hit and run over as well that was pretty cool it's just it, that's a difficult robot to fight really <laughs> uh in this particular case it wasn't because it was like just barely finished a couple minutes beforehand but once i get the, all the bugs worked out it should be pretty hard to fight you gotta come over again man you gotta come come over again and have some fun <laughs> oh of course excellent it made it to yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah, can't say that about my I people. can officially <laughs> consider myself a roboteer because I've had a robot in the arena fighting. Exactly. Yep. We've come a long way. It's it's a it's been a long journey. Anyway, we are here to discuss the last sixteen. Uh, we start off with a brilliant fight between uh, Sawblaze and Son of Waiachi. Son of Waiachi did not have a moment to breathe in this fight. Jameson Go was all over Son of Waiachi. It was phenomenal. Absolutely brilliant. The, the, the box was yeah. incredible. I was so anxious this entire fight because Sawblaze is my Saw Bay. It is my favorite <laughs> robot of the whole season. And yeah. I predicted this to be an exact repeat of their fight against Tombstone. Like, Son of Waiachi's huge spinning hammer design has so much reach. They were just going to clip one of the wheels on one hit, and that was going to be the end of the fight. And just the entire fight, I was on pins and needles just waiting for that to happen. And it, every time. It did not happen, and Sawblaze got hits, and I was jumping up and cheering. It was amazing. Yeah, so Sawblaze just has, like, I don't know, just like the presence of the machine just seems to, like, it fills the arena. I don't know how to describe it, but, like, it's so, so hard to get away from. Like, I, I don't know, it's brilliant control, like, throughout the fight, you know. Um, well, uh, that's, yeah, that, that, that's famous into a T, honestly. But, like, he, if his bot isn't controlling the fight, he's not winning. Uh, I mean, the weapon power is second to how Sawblaze controls fights. The fact that it took every shot from Sunawayachi and just shot it across the arena with that AR-500 wedge, that was the perfect piece to basically send Waiachi into a tizzy. And I, it's it's kind of a shame because Waiachi did a lot better than I think a lot of people were expecting this season. I, I think in our preview we were all expecting a burnout uh, because yeah. it, it, it seemed like Waiachi had had its time. But it really showed itself this year, and it's a shame to go out so early. Like to, but it, to such a good driver and such a good robot in Sawblaze, I don't think that's anything to. I mean, that's something to hang your hat on yeah. because it was a really class fight, and it was a great way to open the episode. As well as that, I think they, you know, you look at the fifteen other machines in there. There's not many others. You could, I mean, obviously, Matt, you can, you can feel quite smug about this because you beat them already. But like this, <laughs> like. You, there's not many others you'd think, okay, do you know what? I don't fancy Son of Waiachi to win this one. This is probably the only one where I thought, do you know what? It's kind of 50-50 this is. But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, Matt, you, you have beaten them already. Talk us, uh, you know, what, what, what did you reckon of Sawblaze in this fight? Was it just, like, as you say, perfect control? Uh, I think James came up to us before this fight because he knew we fought them in 
you know, we'd both fought Tombstone before. And I think all I told him is that Son of Iachi does not hit as hard as Tombstone. And unlike Tombstone, Son of Iachi will stop spinning after it hits you, or at least slow down significantly. When you're fighting Tombstone, they just keep spinning and spinning and spinning. Son of Iachi, their weapon weighs much more. So after they hit, it slows down a lot and gives you, you know, a good opportunity to get them stopped. Which I think he realized that really early in the fight. Because, you know, he got him pushed into the wall almost immediately, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. after that, the you know the good thing about fighting Son of Myachi is it's not a shell spinner. It's just, it's a spinner, but it's not a shell spinner. So when you get the weapon stopped, the robot's exposed. You know, the whole chassis is just thin aluminum. So any hit Sawblaze got was going to be just devastating to them. So they only yeah. needed a couple hits to win this fight. And the, and the, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what kind of impressed me is Son of Waiachi has proven itself to be so much more durable this season than past seasons because it used to like KO itself yep. in past season. Yep. And yet this is still the very first time that somebody has actually managed to get through to their chassis and cause damage to something other than the hammers. And it caught fire. And it caught fire. There's a, there's a big lipo fire as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it, well, it, I guess we did predict the burnout out then after all. Uh, dearie me. I mean, they, they, in fairness to Sawblaze, you know, I. I I think um, Jameson's actually just posted some pictures on uh, the Sawblaze Facebook page. I highly recommend you go and have a look at them. Um, you can see all the like the, the cuts in the actual tri bar itself. Obviously, they, they cut the the red supports across the front, but you could also, there's also a massive cut through the actual black hammer itself. And there's mm -hmm. a, you know there's a massive hole in the in the actual frame of sort of actually where, obviously where they got the uh, got the lipo. Fantastic, you know. I didn't, you know. Swordblaze they obviously went away and worked on that uh, spinning hammer after the last time, where it kind of didn't hinder them as such, but it didn't help them. Right. And I, you know, I think that it was just a, a great all-round performance, and they really, you know, really stepped up. And I mean, would you like to fight Swordblaze at this point? I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's, it's just an imperious form. <laughs> hammer saws are, are are really starting to, I think, show that they're they they have a future staying power in this tournament. Uh, one thing I noticed that with Waiachi's fights up, up up to this point is that it, it would win its fights when it would be able to knock itself away from its opponent and get, its, get itself time to spin back up. Going off of what you were saying, Matt, where it kind of has that, it needs more time because it's such a heavy weapon. Uh, and I, th that was a huge uh, point of contention for, for Sawblaze uh, winning this fight. Uh, that, that, and that's, that's really, I think, what kind of gave it the, the edge because it just... Wayachi didn't have that capability to fling Sawblaze away. More was flinging itself up, and that was that was that was curtains for them. Yeah, that was all she wrote uh, this year for sort of Wachi, which is a bit of a shame. But uh, I'm sure we'll see them back in the future. Um, which brings us nicely to the one and sixteen fight. Uh, hands up if you thought Uppercut was going to win this. Uh, if you did, you're lying uh, because <laughs> uh, I didn't think they'd actually win it like this though. Bite Force. They they managed to get Uppercut. Do, doing the thing, but on the front, yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. What's it, it's it's kind of interesting that it just ended up in that particular situation. I, when you watch uppercuts fights, it seems to have a, a little bit of trouble getting that bar up to speed in a quick manner. So it's like it doesn't have the torque to get to get it its own weapon spinning up quick. So once it gets stuck in that position, it just didn't have the it didn't have the oomph to pull to pull itself back over. Uh, it did it it did. I mean, go nose to nose against Bite Force, and I can give them credit for at least giving that a shot. But it's it just wasn't going to happen. If these two bots met face to face, there was only one way this was going to end. He would have had to have gotten to the sides, or maybe done a huge and spun the blade the opposite way to get the Bite Force's top. But this just wasn't going to go any other way, unfortunately. You know what kind of impressed me, and and the only explanation I can come up with for this is that uh, Paul has hacked the. Uh, collision meshes or something on his robot <laughs> uh, because bite force went head to head with uppercut and theoretically uppercut has the longer reach they've got the greater weapon power you know from the heavier mass and bite force didn't take a hit at all in the two hits that it collided with uppercut mm -hmm. it only hit uppercut with its weapon and not taken a shot at all on the wedgelets or on anything Paul's like cheating. how is that possible <laughs> He's a cheater. how do you go weapon to weapon and only your opponent gets hit because it's because it's daft <laughs> yeah it's I fucking mean, daft. I, I, Jesus, I, 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 thank you very much I, I just take it away, really. get your own catchphrase steve <laughs> <laughs> 
when I want to steal it. <laughs> I mean, I don't there's anything more to add. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it got oh, smacked. That's it. What more do you need to know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean I'll, I'll come to that as well. I mean, you, you fought Bite Force, you know, twice at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, what, what do you what what do you do? <laughs> do you just hope? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so far, if you look at all Bite Force fights. If you're gonna try to go weapon weapon with bite force, you're probably gonna lose. Like it's yeah, that's pretty much what it's come down to. It's he's Tesla robot so perfect. It's I think at least any vertical spinner going head to head with them is probably not gonna go well for you. So I think uh, yeah, it's it's gonna take something uh something different to take out bite force. I think it's it's definitely not an easy thing to do. No, no, yeah. I, I think it's uh, yeah f- fairly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what, what can you say, really? But Bite Force is just spectacular. It just continues to just romp onwards, really. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, I suppose... Something's uh, got to be here. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you know, it's may- maybe, but it's just... Something Something will break the Matrix. The Chomped. stars will align. <laughs> Chomped in it. You know, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what we need back, is next season Bite Force has gone down because Chomp will be back. Exactly. Chomp will be back and it's going to win the se- win, like stop the streak. It's going to be incredible. It's going to yeah. be incredible. Um, hats Shut off. Up. <laughs> hats off to Alex Satori for such a good run. Uh, yes. I think all of us combined never thought that Uppercut would make it this far. Hell uh, Starting Hell the season. Yeah, I mean, losing the bite force is no small feat at all. Yeah, if, I mean, if you're going to go out, go out to the champion, right? <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. Uh, what can you say? I mean, Go it's, out. It's, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those unfortunate things, really. Where you, you, they they must have known they were going to end up with a, a stinky draw with you know, uppercut. Oh yeah, it's the Joker in the pack sort of thing. You know, it's not really a, a high end machine, you'd say, but it's just you know, what what, what can you say? It's it's bike force. <laughs> bike force is always going to give you a problem in it. Hmm. Um, we'll move on. Uh, to I believe the next fight was Death Roll versus Yeti. Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone. I mean, we're gonna get to them all. Okay, anyway, we'll, so, we'll, 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 go, we'll go to Death Roll and Yeti. We'll, we'll say Death Roll and Yeti was the next fight. Uh, if it's not, then I'm very sorry, YouTube comments. It's very confusing. I'm used to structured formats. I can't deal with this back and forward nonsense. <laughs> yep. um, Death Roll and Yeti. Death Roll has been fantastic this season, and uh, it continued because they just absolutely zipped around Yeti. Yeti didn't have a Chance, really. Let's be honest here. They were given no, no room to breathe. Yeah. Death roll turned up, took a wheel off, hit them hard. Game over, really. Yeah. Yeah. Have any of you guys seen this old TV show called Animal Face Off? This was my favorite <laughs> yes. episode of that. Apparently, the the Australian saltwater croc is much po- more powerful than a yeti. Oh, who yep. knew? Who knew? Um, Matt, you were gonna say. In the very beginning of the fight, I think I remember Yeti got, like, I think Yeti got the first hit, but that was also the last hit. Like, after that, <laughs> Death Roll just, yeah. just took him out pretty... They just did so much damage to them. Yeah, I mean, De- Death yeah. Roll this season has just been on a, on a roll, quite literally. I mean, <laughs> a roll of death, if you will. Um, they've won five fights on, on the bounce. They've just been spectacular to watch. They've now made it to the top eight, which, I mean, I don't think, I think one of us might have put a bit in their top eight, but, you know, top 16, but, <laughs> but like, not, not at this level of performance. They've been fantastic, and huge credit to that team as well, because, obviously, last time they came over to the US, they had a real hard run of run of things, you know, losing yeah, to Shredder Racer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I mean, Kenny, Kenny Florian put it best, but I think we should all feel very embarrassed, uh, thinking that Death Row was not going to have at least some success this year. But, I mean, 5-0, and four knockouts, it's just a completely different breed this year. And, I mean, you can say that their experience with Great White has really brought a lot of yeah. uh, good experience to that team. And Stephen Martin just drives that thing like he stole it. They put wor- words from Donald Hudson in his mouth. Uh, but, I mean, that's just... It's just so hard to to get around the sides of that robot. I, I think Greg did, did as good of a job. And unfortunately, Greg was upside down a lot in this fight. And I think Yeti has a, that's really a weakness there where it, 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 it when it's upside down, it 
it's almost like he tries to gyro it back over to get back right side up so he's not driving so awkwardly. Mm. I know that weapon, that weapon cluster, that motor weapon cluster that sticks out the top, it must be really awkward to drive on. It might be impossible to drive on. I don't know if it upends it or something like that. It's a little bit tough to, to see. I don't know if the wheels touch the ground when it's completely upside down. Uh, not, not as cleanly as it would be right side up, but I, 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 I just think that Death Roll is going to have a tough draw considering uh, who they're facing next. Yes. And we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, but, we'll get to that later. <laughs> but it's just such a... It's, it's, it's a breath of fresh air to see a robot that did so poorly uh, in its first outing. And it just it, 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 it's just nice to see a team come back and really put their stamp on, on, on BattleBots. So, I, think, I mean, that, I mean that, there's no other way to put it. I think they've been one of the Cinderella stories of the season, really. They've kind of come from very much left field and, like, just, I think they've turned a few heads. I think that's fair to say. Um, mm-hmm. As for Yeti, you know, for Yeti, you know, two years in a row now, obviously... Matthew kind of scuppered them last year. This year it's Death Roll. You know what? What, what does Yeti need to, to take it to the next level? I think it's just it, it like is it just the design itself, or like what, what needs to change? Do you think? Uh, I think they just have a big weakness against vertical spinners. <laughs> so I think that's a problem a lot of people have, including us. But uh, yeah, I don't really know. I mean, uh, <clears throat> it's I think to be more competitive against vertical spinners, they'd have to change a lot about Yeti's design. But again, look how well they did against Bite Force. I mean, they took Bite Force the full three minutes. So, I mean, I don't know. It's I really don't know what they can improve with that robot. They're just gonna have to experiment more. Yeah, that was the thing with that bite. Putting the, you think maybe putting the forks back on would be a yeah. good strategy against Verts? I agree. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I don't know. I think after after they fought Bite Force, they were worried that the forks were getting in the way too much. But that actually helped them push Bite Force around. So maybe if they had them, it would have helped. But I think that's not really their way of doing things. I think they just want to be aggressive all the time. So I think... <laughs> yes, he smashed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he smashed exactly. never, never fails. But, um, yeah. you, know, I, you know, I think they can be happy with their season. I mean, they've, they've taken on some, some top-end machines. They, they give a great hit to Rainbow earlier in the season. Uh, mm. Excellent fight with free shipping, because free shipping always gives out a good fight. And I think the other one was Tantrum, they thought. So, they, you know, they're three solid wins, um, and they only lost to Bite Force and Death Roll. You can't really say much better than that, really. Um, yeah. Uh, Anderson, anything more to add? Uh, no, you guys all pretty much covered it, to be fair. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right, Matt. You're up. Uh, your, your fight was huge. Um, talk us through it. I mean, it's it's... As we said already, it's such an awkward design to fight. There's not really yeah. anything you can kind of do to grab it. But, you, I mean, you give it a good go. Um, talk us through the fight. So when I was watching Huge's other fights, specifically the one against Bronco, I kind of was thinking, like, if you're underneath Huge, they can't spin. So I figured <laughs> in this fight, I would take, like, one or two hits to stop their weapon and just try to stay underneath them the whole time. Because their, weapons, their weapon's so big, it takes a lot of time to get spun up. So, I figured if I could sit under them and just control them for three minutes, then we would win the fight. And that's what we tried to do. It's what we ended up doing. Maybe not as well as it could have gone. And like, in the first, you know, hit or two of the fight, they got a wheel off, and they took out our weapon. But, uh, yeah, the strategy worked pretty well. And I would think that, you know, if other robots similar to us go against Huge, they might try the same thing. It's... Hypershock kind of did something similar, where, like, they kind of yeah. stuck underneath you for a while. And I think you took, you may have taken some notes from that. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Hypershock when they did it is they could get under huge, but once they were under them, they couldn't really do anything with it. Yeah. Because of we were able to, you know, get them with the lifter and, you know, pin them or, you know, try to lift them in the air or do something. But, uh, mm. yeah, I think I think Whiplash is well-equipped well equipped for this fight. Yeah, we, we, we were briefly discussing before we actually started recording this, like, there's not many machines in the field who could probably hit the main body of huge. Like, there's, there's yeah. yourselves, we said Nightmare probably could. You know, yeah. I think Moldy seemed fairly confident he could last weekend with um, with Cobalt. You know, I think Cobalt's a little bit small, but he's probably right. Um, but as, as for as for the fight itself, I mean, probably one of my favorite like driving fights of the season. I mean, again, we've we've lauded you time and time again for your driving skill, Matt. But this was another example of how <laughs> how to drive a combat robot, really. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's, uh, and Jason well with that lifter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I think a lot of this is just the strategy was pretty simple to execute. So it was just a matter if the strategy would work or not. I think for this fight. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna come to Anderson now. Um, I know you like your driving fights. <laughs> I do. I very much like my driving fights, and this was easily fight of the night for me. <laughs> because because of that, basically, uh, huge is a ridiculous force to deal with as far as driving is concerned. Because it was, like you said, very difficult to get a hold of, and I think Matty really did do a top notch job of managing to uh, use his machine and its weapon to his advantage, and also managed to use a very good driving skill to not only avoid weapon at all costs, but also managing to keep weapon at bay. And just getting a hold of huge like no other robot can really, and I think you deserve 110% credit and applause from everybody in the community and everyone who watches this show. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, I would agree. I would agree. And on, on three wheels as well. And on, yeah. on three wheels, that that was ridiculous. <laughs> I saw one wheel come up and me was like, oh well, that's that over and done with then. And then you, you come back out of nowhere and you, you win the fight. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, when, uh, when something like that happens, you just kind of have to ignore it and just keep going and just hope they don't hit another wheel. If they hit the other front wheel, that would have been a big issue for us. But luckily, we could run pretty much perfectly on three wheels. Well, it's just because like, I saw what happened, obviously, against Hypershock. And I thought, well, there we go. Hypershock version two. Here we are. It's happened again. <laughs> and, then, and then you came back and you won it. I was like, oh, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was a yeah, great driving skill, in, in, as we said. And... Um, I mean, Mike, anything to add? It was, uh, yeah, kind of. Um, I felt the momentum in this fight kind of shift back and forth a lot because Huge did uh, what the judges would consider significant amounts of damage at the beginning of the fight. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. They took a tire off and they they stopped uh, Whiplash's spinner. Um, Whiplash controlled pretty much the entire fight to the end, but kind of like the last. 20% of the fight, Huge was showing a fair amount of control to, like, get away from Whiplash before they got him to the wall and such. So, uh, Matt, I just want to ask you, how much poo came out when they said it was a split decision? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly had no idea who was going to win this fight. I, I think I think, I thought we were going to win, but I really was not sure. I would have been surprised if I said Huge was going to win. Would you be disappointed they if they had? Won. Would I have been disappointed? Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, I would have been a little bit disappointed, but I yeah. wouldn't have held it against the judges if they thought Huge had won. Yeah. I, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um... Yeah. Anytime, anytime you put it in the judges' hands, it can go any way, and course, the, the, yeah. the, the most you can do is to have it not go that far, so you don't have to change your shorts afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was another worry with this fight, is that most robots, there's a way we can knock them out. We get them stuck somewhere, or you know, we get hit them with our weapon. But huge, it was. I knew that there was a very, very low chance of us knocking them out. So I yeah. knew it would probably go to a judge's decision. And if it wasn't to go to a judge's decision, we would probably be on the losing end. So, um, yeah, that was a little bit unsettling going in, but uh, luckily it went our way. It did go your yeah. way, but the um. There's, there's one small downside of winning. Uh, your fight is against uh, Tombstone next, which we'll get onto them in a minute, but obviously you fight Tombstone in the next round. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously you fought them last year. Didn't quite go to plan. You almost had them. You know, obviously you, you kind of, you know, did you kind of look at that fight back again and kind of think, okay, what can we do differently to what we did? Or was it, you know, very much just suck it and see, basically? Right, uh, we definitely looked at the fight and thought well, we could do better. But a lot of that had to do with just improvements to the robot, not necessarily improvements to, you know, driving. Okay. But uh, then the other thing is Ray probably looked at that fight and said, okay, what went wrong for me here? Should yeah, I use a different weapon bar? Should I try something different? So he's also, you know, trying to improve his strategy. So that definitely complicates things for us going in. Yeah. yeah. Does your experience against Waiachi help here? Because, you know, like, Waiachi doesn't hit it as hard. But it's still a horizontal, and I, I, I would assume you'd you'd drive similarly against something like Tombstone, even though it's, I mean, there's there's more there's more to hit on Tombstone, but Ray drives it so well, you you almost won't see or see the rear of that robot unless unless you catch him making a mistake, which is rare. Yeah, uh, this is definitely a similar driving fight. But the good thing about fighting Sonomayachi is we knew that one flip and the fight was over, and with Tombstone, that's not the case. Nope. <laughs> so it's you kind of just have to drive perfect for three minutes or hope to knock them out somehow 
So yeah. that definitely adds a lot more stress to fighting Tombstone rather than Sonawaiachi or any other full body spinner. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just wanted, I just to, wanted ask, to ask, um, Matt, what mm -hmm. kind of like structural improvements has the front of Whiplash received since last year? Because the, the thing that impressed me the most with your fight against Tombstone before was that Tombstone took off one of your wheels by cutting from the inside of your robot out <laughs> rather than out in. So, you know, is, is the front end of Whiplash better able to take that now? Uh, the front the front of the chassis is twice as thick now. So before what happened is he ripped the armor off, but the front of the robot came off with the armor. So this time, it's very unlikely that will happen. The only way he'll get into the robot is if he takes the armor off and, you know, goes through everything. He's not going to rip off the front of the robot with the armor this time. Another improvement we made is instead of having shock mounts with rubber in the center, we put bolts all the way through. So the only way the armor's coming off is if all the bolts shear. So it's we tried to eliminate some failure points, but uh, then again, Tombstone hits so hard that you don't really yeah, know if that's... Does it really the, matter at the end of the day? If it, yeah, like... you don't really know if that's enough until you actually try to fight him. Sure. So, uh, yeah, you, we'll see. <laughs> we, we will, I, I honestly can't wait to see if, uh, if yeah. you pull it off. It should be, should be a, a humding, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I suppose we'd better move on to, uh, to Tombstone. They, they fought Quantum in the... Uh, in the round of 16, uh, can we really call it a fight? I mean, it's it's a shame for Quantum. They met, they met in the middle of the arena. They touched. Uh, it technically is a fight. Yeah, they did. Uh. So they did. They did technically fight. Um, I feel bad for Quantum. They got a really rough draw. They got a really rough draw, and they did the box rush just fine. It's just that they turned over, and I think that's what that, that scuppered them because they had the blade stopped, and mm. it just it, because they turned over. Tombstone were able to spin up. And just come in whenever they wanted to, and they were self-writing, and that pretty much was all she wrote, really. Um, yeah, I did see earlier they the team actually did a uh, you know a write-up about what happened and all that, and they actually did say that fair play to Ray, he did wait for them to sell right before he came in for the attack, mm. uh, mm. which was very fair of him. He could have just gone in while it was upside down and wrecked it, but he was fair yeah. and gave him I mean, a chance. That's it just so happened that second hit did it. I mean, quantum is. They, they, is a... they, they... Hang on. <laughs> Go ahead. I was, I was uh, they, they <laughs> yeah. Go on. You, you first. Go on. After you. No, they landed right on the weapon, and that was it. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. My my, my point was the quantum is a very very expensive machine. Um, I think that's fairly obvious from the amount of CNC and whatever else has gone into it. It's just a it's a very high tech piece of kit. And if Ray had gone in, like it could have been several several thousand pounds of damage. <laughs> that would have been. Yeah. You know, not, you know, not that everyone else doesn't spend that much money on their machines. Obviously, of course they do. But it like quantum more than most, I think, is fairly pricey. So yeah, yeah, I think you know, it was classy of Ray to give him at least a sporting chance. But uh, yeah, the wheel came off, and that was that was that. It's a shame, really, for for quantum. Yeah. Kind of, they had a you know, I think they would consider themselves fairly fortunate to be in the position they were in. But yes. um, yeah, I mean. Tombstone is Tombstone, isn't it? It just, just continues to march onwards. Yeah, I think we, we, mentioned the, the, yeah. we mentioned the box rush that Quantum did. Can I just point out that Tombstone pulled off a successful box rush in this? <laughs> Every single fight, Tombstone sits in place, gets their bar up to speed, and then points it and waits for the other guys to come at them, and Tombstone just charged straight into a head-on collision. Um, mm -hmm. That amazed me. I've never seen Ray Billings pull off a box rush like that before. I, mean, I think works. he was worried about the in the right spot, you know? I mean, that, that that's the only way that Quantum was going to win this fight. So if, if he waited around and waited for, for the Coopers to get into place and get that chomper down, this could have been a very different fight. Uh, but I think they it, had the reach to just... reach the motor as well, right? Because the, the motor's kind of... I don't know where it's situated exactly in terms of... But I think Quantum could, like, kind of reach over halfway to the in, like, the, the main box at the back. I think it could have... It could have mm -hmm. punctured through the motor quite easily, or got or anything inside. Really, you know. It's... I think this is as close as we're going to get to seeing a, a hypno disc versus razor. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where yeah, you yeah. have a horizontal and then a, a a beautifully crafted crusher machine. You know what I mean? So, so the age old, the old yeah. the age old question has been answered. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> there, there you go. Razor would, would razor would have lost. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's that's, that's pretty much it. That really. Um, you know, Tombstone advances on to fight uh, Matt in the last eight. Good God help you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll move on. 
uh, I think I believe the next fight was Witch Doctor and Blacksmith. That's the one we're going to cover. Um, mm-hmm. This was devastating on a real yeah. level. This like Blacksmith again. I think much like Quantum, I think he can. No, Al can consider himself fairly fortunate to be in the top sixteen this season. You know, as much as yeah. Blacksmith always puts on a good show, and it does. He puts on a great show. Their fight with Rotator, they was seriously helped by the fact that Rotator wasn't at one hundred percent, and you know, I think deservedly got quite a low seeding but Witch mm-hmm. Doctor were just I mean we saw the fight that these two had last season and you know it was kind of a bit of a you know back and forth could have gone either way you know Blacksmith troubling Witch Doctor throughout this was just no competition Witch Doctor absolutely <laughs> destroyed Blacksmith <laughs> like it's just yeah. ridiculous they got sausage <laughs> for, for, want, <laughs> for want of a better term they did yeah I mean it, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've seen Blacksmith take some beatings in the past I mean you know we've, we've seen them fight you know, Minotaur twice, and you know, it takes them a long time for it to yeah, you know, get ground down. They fought Bite Force in the past. They fought, you know, lots of good machines, Blacksmith, and they've taken some heavy hits. Which Doctor just did them all in, and they knocked <laughs> they knocked out Blacksmith. Like yeah. that's that's ridiculous. This was this was just pure bullying at the, at, <laughs> at, 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 the purest, at the purest level. Even late in the fight, Mike is still going into. To Blacksmith. Well, the thing is, Al, 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 for Al, it. Al, Al begged for it. Well, I mean, I can't really call it bullying, but it was, it was just, uh, I, I just don't know what to make of Witch Doctor, man. <laughs> it just, I don't think, if I were anybody in this tournament, I wouldn't want to face them in the state because the weapon worked the whole time. Uh, yeah, it did, yeah. This Andrea thing. talked after the fight that they had a motor that was more reliable this time, uh, and I think they weren't scared to to just push it up to, to full tilt. And I think it showed that this, th- this was a completely different fight than they had in 28 in 2018, where we had screw gate and we almost kind of had the reverse. This yeah, time, I know with Blacksmith where Blacksmith stuck in there, screwed. <laughs> but they got popped out and oh, man, Blacksmith had a, a, hor- a horrible vaping problem after this fight. <laughs> I mean, the, the, uh, a big old, big old uh, steamy lipo after that, wasn't there? Taking um, a smoking lessons from Donald Hudson. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, the credit to Blacksmith as well. They they did keep going, and they did. You know, I, I will give Al credit for saying, you know, is that all you got? Come on, hit me, hit me again, sort of thing. You know, he wanted it, he wanted the spectacle. To be fair, it was still barely moving. It, it was. Just it just kept enough. going. I was like, how is this thing still working <laughs> after this point? <laughs> but it, you know, there's there was only gonna ever there was only ever gonna be one winner of this fight. Let's be real here. It was. Yeah. Massive, massive respect to Witch Doctor. They've really, I mean, obviously, Matt, you can attest to this. They turned the, yeah. wick, uh, turned the wick right up this season. No, this is a, definitely a good fight for them for the first round of the top 16. Just because Blacks, they have, you know, great top armor. I don't think they were afraid of Blacksmith doing too much damage. So I think they just wanted to go all out and see how much damage they can do and see. I think this is the first fight where they truly showed, like, the damage they were capable of and had no issues along the way. Which is, you know, pretty impressive, and that's, you know, I think great for them going into the tournament. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Mike, anything to add? Uh, no, you guys got that. I just wanted to point out that it was uh, a, a reversal of, uh, it was revenge when it came to the screws, but uh, they kind of <laughs> already mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, brilliant. One thing I actually did forget to mention, uh, did anyone notice the little toy tombstone on a uh, Quantum's jaw? Oh, yeah. Yes. That was I thought of a gun. That was great. I didn't actually notice that. God damn it! There's a little, yeah, it's a little toy tombstone on a quantum beak. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Shame we didn't get that happen in real life. No, it's very true. It's very true. Um, well, uh, well, which doctor's through? Um, <laughs> um, they fight Sawblaze next. What do we think, kids? This is just, I, I such a difficult oh. one to call. Yeah, I, I do see. Yeah, go ahead. I was just because it is because you can see Sawblaze sweeping them up, sweeping them up, and uh, you know smacking them in the head with the disc. But Witch Doctor's ridiculous this season. <laughs> I can see something similar to like you know how like Lockjaw flips Scorpios like crazy yeah. earlier in the year. Yeah, I can see a similar thing happening here if Witch Doctor gets the right bite. I, I will say yeah. this much, you know, it, it will come down to driving. Um, but either way, whoever wins it, I don't really care because it's going to mean a, a really cool machine, like a, a good-looking, you know, a form and function machine is going to be in the top four, which is great. You know, I love exactly. that. You know, we're going to see some, you know, some some nice green flames in there at least. That's for sure. That's um, a battle about them looking for. They're looking for 
good looking robots and also highly functional. Absolutely. Uh, and that's, absolutely. I mean, it's a good, it's a, it's a good example of what the show looks for. Yeah, absolutely. They're both, both great, great machines in there. I can't wait to see that fight. So our penultimate fight saw uh, the first of the Brazilian teams, the winners of the Desperado tournament, but both of them, Lockjaw and Black Dragon, uh, fighting each other. Um, Donald Hudson Masterclass. Yep, that was pretty much that. It was, I mean, the ground game from Lockjaw this season has been so good. Mm-hmm. And they they just really didn't give Black Dragon a hope in hell. They did, obviously, we mentioned the uh, bit of smoking once again from Lockjaw. It just seems to be a recurring issue. After, like, a bit, it's not, literally every fight is like a minute or a minute and a half in. They just seem to start billowing smoke out. I think it's the weapon motor. I'm not entirely sure. I'm sure someone can correct us if we're wrong. But, um... Yeah, I mean, Lockjaw's just solo to the ground, and Black Dragon didn't really stand the chance in the end. Yeah, I think Donald. Uh, Donald... Got... Yeah, <laughs> you go, Matt. Okay, <laughs> Donald need definitely a, need a way to like raise your hand on Skype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Donald definitely had the advantage in this fight just because those forks are so thin and so low that Black Dragon's wide wedge really didn't have a chance going head to head. And their only way of, I think, winning this fight or getting any hits was going to the side. So I think they got to the side one or two times and got a couple good hits. But uh, Lockshaw really didn't have to drive all that well to win this fight. They just need to go forward and plow into them, and they were going to get every hit. Yeah. 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 I was just going to say that I think Donald Hudson has been taking um, game-breaking hints from Paul (laughs) Ventimiglia when it comes to clipping his robot through the floor to get under the other guys <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'm intrigued to see because obviously uh well you mentioned bite force there this uh that's their next fight lockjaw uh bite force and lockjaw i'm intrigued to see how who is the lowest because yeah uh, how is that gonna go i just yeah. i can't even call it are they, it's are like, they both it's gonna, gonna be under each other at the same way. time I mean, it, 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 what's, what's going to happen? They're going to drive into each other. They're both going to lean up. They're, they're both of their hind ends are going to like go up in the air and it's going to you know, fall out, fall into each other. That's how it's going to work. They're um, both going to hit each other and they spontaneously combust. And that's the end of the season. Done. And that's the end of the season. <laughs> and, they, and they get up to Minnesota. Yeah. There we go. There you go. There you go. But um, it has to be said, you know, Lockjaw this season, they, they've gone last last season. You know, they didn't particularly shine at the start. They obviously won against Bombshell, but kind of struggled. Um, early on last season, but since the Desperado tournament last year, they've really come on strong. Okay. And it's just every fight they just seem to be like getting stronger and stronger. I, I, of the teams here, like still left in there, there's not many I'd say could beat Spike Force at this point. Um, mm. but Lockjaw is one of them. I think they've they, because they've got the, the so low to the ground every fight, and the, the weapon module moving around as well, being hinged, obviously is going to help. I, I do think they're going to give uh, give Paul a real run for his money. It's just going to be so difficult to beat Donald. He's obviously very good at driving as well. Yeah. Um, One of the things I noticed in this fight that I had not noticed previously is that the, the weapon module, not only is it hinged, but he can run the weapon running in any direction that he wanted to. Yeah. Um, so when uh, Lockjaw got flipped over, they were able to just reverse the direction of the weapon and they were still just as effective. It's just a... It's a very a very competently thought out design. Like you just, like, you look at the you know 2015 2016 Lockjaw. You know it didn't really inspire much. Is that fair to say? Because they they kind of struggled. It was a, it was, it was a harkening back to to die. Sure. Sector. No, yeah, yeah, That's of course, really of course it was. Yeah, absolutely. But like since since the you know the upgrades that have come in in season you know 2018, particularly this year as well, it just seems yeah. like I don't know they've on this like real nice wave of momentum and. I just don't know who's going to stop it. It's, I mean, Bite Force is going to be a great fight. I can't wait to see that fight as well. If Lockjaw lasts, and it needs to win the first half of the fight like it did against Black Dragon. If it doesn't, then Bite Force has it. Yep. Uh, I just don't see... Because, I mean, their, their last, what, three-ish fights? Or almost every fight up to this point, Lockjaw's had a smoking problem where it's just, uh, it, it just doesn't seem to... And, that's the thing where you you can test damage based on uh, visible visible damage, but smoke to the judges is damage. Yep. So it's gonna be tough, especially if they don't win the fight early. 
and against Bite Force, I mean, it's going to be something weird. I mean, unless we never they, know. Unless they cause, like, crippling damage, like, take off, like, a couple of, you know, the drive chains or something, you know, it's going to struggle. they got to kill the drive it quick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think Lockjaw is a good robot to beat by force, just because those front forks are so long, and, you know, by force is so durable, or not by force, Lockjaw is so durable that I think it could take a lot of by force's hits, but, uh, I mean, that has bite force. But, I mean, I will say before this fight, I was thinking that Lockjaw definitely is capable of winning this match. But, you know, you guys will have to, have to wait and see. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to find out yeah. next week. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear Which brings us to our final fight of the night. Anderson, I know you've been waiting all night for this. <laughs> <laughs> you have before. So, well, for, for, those well, that I, I, for those that don't know... For those that don't know, uh, obviously we made our predictions for who would win BattleBots 2019 right at the start of this uh, this season. Uh, I said uh, free shipping. We all know how well that went. Uh, Steve chose Cobalt, and we know how that went. Sadly, last week uh, Cobalt just uh, just fell by the wayside. Anderson said Minotaur, and at the start of the season, we all, you know, me and Steve feeling pretty smug about things. Uh, Minotaur's, you know, struggling. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> um, I mean, this again. This wasn't really a fight. Hydra just got dominated. I, I was uh, I was scared going into this one because I honestly thought that Minotaur's ground clearance was way too high, and Hydra's flicked things that are heavier than Minotaur into the atmosphere. So I thought it was going to be pretty much Minotaur's end game here. And so you can imagine my surprise when it just smacked them in the flipper and then ripped the drive chain out in like three hits. I was like. <laughs> I'll admit, I did. I did because um, I had to. I had to watch it in a, in my parents' dining room because my wife was asleep at the time. Because <laughs> I watched it early yesterday morning, and I, I will admit, I ran around the entire dining room shouting, "Yes, yes, yes! Come on, Brazil!" Uh, <laughs> uh, didn't have, <laughs> which very much woke her up actually, and she was uh, very angry I'm, with me. I'm but. Not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. But I know I am. I, I was genuinely happy, very, very happy, and um, I think it's just proven that it's going to win the nut this year. So come on, lads, bring it home to, to <laughs> Brazil. Yeah. Matt, Matt, you have experience of beating. Uh, you have experience of beating Minotaur. Um, like at the start of the season, obviously you know they were having issues. You know, kind of you probably fought them at the best possible time. Really, yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. I'm, guess, I'm guessing, like this point of the season, you're kind of thinking, I don't want to fight them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> just, just leave that. Yeah, I mean, we'd rather not fight them more than we've already fought them. Yeah, Especially how they're working now. It's, I mean, it's just... I mean, the improvement for them throughout the season has been crazy. Just looking at their last couple of fights, it's it's really insane how well they've been doing but uh, and how well their robots have been working. But, uh, yeah, their next fight is Death Roll, so that will be... It's good. very, again, it's another tasty one. Yeah, easy yeah. match, easy battle. I've <laughs> <laughs> also I think well, this is the yeah. only two international teams left in. Oh, that's wow. true. And they fight each other, which is kind of a shame. So we will have one international team in the top four, uh, which is terrible for BattleBots Bingo. Um, <laughs> 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 um, I don't know who I don't know who has that card, Mike. Is it? Is it? I think it's a. Is it? Uh, it's been approved to have that one. I don't know. Someone I, has it. I don't remember. I know it's not my card. Uh, it's probably me, knowing my look. But um, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting fight. That's for sure. I, 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 I mean, all four of the fights in the last day are going to be exciting. And then, I mean, I'm sure chaos will only ensue from there, really. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. should be a should be a pretty amazing final episode. But um, definitely. Yeah. Uh, one one final thing is I I I just want to say that it's it's interesting how highly hydra was ranked i think uh i I, yeah i don't think it was tested enough and i i i know it was four and oh and i feel i feel that a bot like like a death roll would have been a better three seed uh considering how good they were uh but it's because they weren't tested against anything that really could deal damage uh hydra and it's i know they're gonna come back scary here next year because that's what Waiachi does. They're going to make this thing harder, and it's going to be even more impossible to, to, to break into. But I think this was a good, a, a good fight for Intel, for Jake. I think after fighting, after fighting Minotaur at its best, I think, you, you're, you're not going to get much, much harder opposition when it comes to, to Verts uh, than, than Minotaur, how well it's driven, how strong that weapon is. Uh, 
I think it's just a shame that this fight wasn't longer. I, I would have loved to have seen more more flying bull, uh, yes. but we couldn't. We, we we didn't have that, and I mean, it's it, it just uh, Hydra had such high expectations going in this this for the to this tournament. It's just a shame that they got they got such a they got such a high low seed. Like Minotaur is a fourteen is just stupid to me. I, mean, I, why, I, get, yeah. I get I get why they're a fourteen. Don't get me wrong, but I, I do too. Yeah. Can call. I just like make a comment about like how the whole tournament as a whole has gone here? Because can you imagine, you know, at the start of the season thinking, yeah, the number fourteen or fifteen seed in the tournament is going to be Minotaur at its best. <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> that's the level of competition that we've had this whole season. It is insane. I think as another testament to that is like as much as people kind of criticize i think you know there was a few people that came out and said you know it's kind of weird how they said certain machines were in the top eight and certain machines weren't right six of the top eight won yeah and the only ones that lost was the desperado tournament winner and they lost to lockjaw who was seed nine so fair enough and the other one that lost was hydra and they lost to minotaur so you can't really complain no really tough on the first round yeah yeah absolutely Absolutely, but um, that pretty much wraps up that. Um, who's going to win? Minotaur. <laughs> Anderson, you 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 know. No, 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 go on. I'll I'll okay. do a no, series. No, no, Anderson, Anderson first. Anderson, you first. Okay. So, so okay. Seriously, although I want Minotaur to win because predictions and ego, um, <laughs> I'm probably. I, to be honest, I'm seeing Witch Doctor myself personally. Yeah. They've really improved this time around. They've basically bossed anything they've come across. And of all the robots left that I think could probably take out Bite Force at this stage is Witch Doctor for me. No offence, May. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Steve? You know, and I'm going to I'm gonna do something whether... Like, it, it's just one of those things where, like, when we made our Top 16 video, I put this robot in, and I took it out when we redid it. And I'm very disappointed in myself. And I, I just think it's just... It would just be the best story if Death Roll were to go all the way and beat Minotaur, Witch Doctor, assuming they get through their next fight, and Bite Force or whoever ends up in the final. I think that would be just top. You know, It'd that be would be cool. honestly such such a good such a good story. And so so my my pick is Death Roll. I just think it's just it's just too tough to beat. Okay, Mike. Oh man, it's so hard to call. And you can't, um, you can't say the fans. That's a cop out. Can I? Did you? Did can you, I? Because you haven't seen any of these fights from now on, have you? Uh, no, I've not seen anything after this. But uh, can I do a little bit of butt kick, butt kissing, and say whiplash? Uh, <laughs> no, we don't, we don't take kindly the butt kissing on this podcast. <laughs> um, realistically, I think it's probably going to be either Bite Force or Tombstone on one side. Um, and I think the one that could handle those guys the best would probably be Death Roll. Um, I think Witch Doctor, they've, they've had the reliability problems all season, and even though they've, they've kind of ironed them out for this past fight, they didn't exactly get tested by Blacksmith's weaponry, so I think it's, uh, Death Roll's probably the best shot at beating Bite Force and or Tombstone, um, mm -hmm. but that requires beating Bite Force or Tombstone. This is very true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to ask Matt two different questions. First of all, um, obviously, you, you know who won because you were there. Yeah. Um, but um, my first question is: uh, at this point, did, did you have an idea? Did you think this this is probably going to how it's going to play out? Like, who who did you think was going to win? And my second question is: did you fancy your chances more or less as the tournament went on? Uh, so that's a tough question. I think on one side of the bracket, we saw. Uh, yeah, that's a tough question, but uh, <laughs> I think Witch Doctor was obviously doing ridiculously well, and they just been improving every fight. So I thought they had a good chance of going, you know, very deep into the bracket. Minotaur was improving every fight. I thought they had a great chance. Uh, I knew the only way we would get there is if we could be Tombstone, and if we beat Tombstone, then more than likely we'd have to. <laughs> that's a horrible well, way to do it, isn't it? Like <laughs> God. On Vegas, and that went. I mean, we won, but it didn't necessarily go so well for us. Yeah. So we knew we would have a very tough road. Yeah. Uh, if we wanted to get to the finals, but uh, 
Yeah, anything's possible at this point, though. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, as we said, if you do go on to win this and you end up beating Tombstone, Whiplash, uh, sorry, uh, Bite Force, and whoever else what? is left, then what, what a way to win. <laughs> You'll have definitely yeah, earned it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely earned it if you do go on to win it. But um, yeah. What um, do you think, Sam? What do I think? Uh, yeah, you've it's time for uh, me to ask you. I'm going to be really boring. I'm going to say Bite Force is going to win again. And I, I, I say this purely purely on the basis that, like, I just think it's just too good. Because mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm, I'm working out in my head, Lockjaw, Lockjaw can beat it, but I think it's going to burn out before it gets the chance to beat it. Mm-hmm. Tombstone could beat it, but I don't think will, because I think they'll put the big wedge on and they'll beat it. Whiplash. I'm sorry, Matt, but like they, they, we saw what happened in Vegas, and we saw what happened last year. You know, it's it's, it's yeah. such a tough machine to fight. Yeah. Which doctor? Which doctor could beat it? That's pr- probably the only one. I so it's either going to be Bite Force. Or, I think that's going to be the final, in my opinion. Which doctor versus Bite Force? I just it, it one of those two. See, so hold up. That's what it should be, right? The one and the two. So yeah, absolutely. It would be very cool if it was, but um, I don't know. I I just think Bite Force is too hard to beat, and uh, yeah. That's what you're basically it. saying is bite force is <laughs> fucking daft. Absolutely. <laughs> got it back. And there it is. Um, guys, Mike and Matt, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute joy to do this with you. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was always fun coming on here. Brilliant. Thank you very much. And um, Five, man. Come on. Yeah, this is it. The last episode next week. That's it. This is it. I've been Sam at 64. I've been answering that one to do it was Guru. I've been Steve the American Killjoy. I'm more, more like the, the sad joy. The, the American sad. Because <laughs> it's almost over. It is. He's been Ian. Yeah. Oh, I've been Mr. Psycho. I'm Matt Vasquez from Whiplash. And uh, the three of us at least will see you uh, next week for the, the final episode of BattleBots 2019. We've almost made it, guys. <laughs> see you yeah, then. Yeah. See you then. Bye-bye.